Okie dokie, we are at the end of season two. Um, I forgot just like how jam, like how absolutely stacked the end of this season is with like just good fucking episodes. Um, the okay, so episode 21 is one that I kind of like never like remember. I, I mean, like, I remember the stuff that happens in it, but I ne- never remember it's kind of like its own little separate episode. Um, but it, it's it's basically... Uh, so, the the cold open is exactly what I'd love to show to somebody who has never seen this show um, and has no idea what it's about or anything like that. Um, because it's it opens with them making a diorama about their... about them making a diorama in um, anthropology class. And then um, somebody asks, like, Troy to pass a paintbrush, and then um, he goes to grab the paintbrush, and the monkey, Annie's boobs, <laughs> is um, is right there, and they're like, uh, what the hell? And he's like, my monkey! And then Annie's boobs takes the, um, the paintbrush and runs into the vent, and they're like, what the hell? Uh, we gotta go after, the, after this monkey! And then there's Chang in um, a Speedo, covering himself with butter, um, going, I can do it, and everyone goes, ah, and then he, like, dives into the, into the vent and comes out and is like, oh my god, um, there's so much stuff in here, my spoon, and it's, it's just, like, the fucking, like, it's not the wildest cold open, I don't think, but it is, it is very well up there, um, it's just so good, anyway, so this, this sets up the episode for being, like, a sort of reminiscing, like, flashback, oh, remember when we did this kind of thing, um, and it's such a good episode because it's, like, the confirmation that they, like, they do have other random adventures that we don't even get to see, that, like, every day is weird for them, and it's literally not just, like, the random days that we have, have seen out of their, their school year that's, that's funky, uh, I think I'm burning my... Shit. Ow, fuck, hot. Um, ow, I touched it again. It's still hot. Um, where was I going with this? Um, like, they, the, one of the things that I, like, forget about, but, like, I didn't realize, like, was only a throwaway line, and I thought it was actually an episode that I just maybe missed at some point, because I did this with the other Glee Club-related episode, um, but the Glee Club bus crash is just that throwaway line. Um, there's, um this really good where is it where did i oh there it is i was trying i was like i remember talking writing down something specifically about how so this is like very clearly like a flashback episode it's you know a recap it's um the you know it's the equivalent of that legend of korra episode where it's just like bolin and korra telling like the story of like what is what the fuck is on my counter oh my god it like it's just like this there's like this like part of the rock that's like on my counter is like peeling out of the counter i shouldn't pick at that i'm so freaking tempted to but i won't um no so it's like it's very much like that legend of korra episode where korra and Bolin are both like telling like the stories of like what's and like I think Wu or Mako, like they're all telling the story of like how they what what has happened in the past like couple of seasons, and it's just it's it's done because it's um, a budget friendly way of stretching out a season when you don't have enough money and you need to spend budget on you know animators or set or something like that for um, other episodes, um, you know in the same way that like a bottle episode is really good for that. Um, this kind of like recap flashback episode is also like a one of those things that they do um because it 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 you can reuse old footage and stuff like that um now the thing that makes this one so good is that every single one of the flashbacks there's like maybe one or two that happen um specifically of Abed's one or two that happen like you know oh like at events that we've previously seen but like they're not like it's not like a rehash of those events. It's, you know, little snippets of like things that we didn't see at those events. Um, but so like, but all of them are stuff that we haven't seen before. 
so I don't actually know enough. Again, I gotta get my hands on the um the commentary episode, um commentary tracks. But like, I don't actually know enough about this show to know whether this was something like they 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 cobbled together some deleted scenes or they cobbled together some like extra footage they have for stuff. But like, some of it very very clearly either has to be like they deleted an entire wacky scene or an entire wacky episode or something like that in order for this to be like deleted footage. So at least some of it I, you know, suspect, I'm pretty sure, is like they just filmed it because they needed to film stuff for these flashbacks. And so it was clearly like well, it's like well thought out. Oh fuck, I'm burning this shit. My, my pot is too, my pan is too hot, but it's okay. I've only got two left. Um, um, what was I saying? Anyway, um, yes, so like they've clearly put thought into this and it's so, it's so good. There's like a little bit of, um, there's a flashback to the Christmas claymation, um, special in which they're like, it shows like them in the study and not in claymation, um, which is really, like, I love that. It's really fun. Um, there's two different references to this like St. Patrick's Day mishap that they've had and like they reference like other characters reference this in, in the, the next episode too they just like mention it um there's like three different references to something that must have happened when the cape was premiering um and it's like funny too because this episode like lets you string together those three different um those three different um like memories and instances and kind of like put them together and so like one of them is like Abed swooshing the cape and and clattering um Jeff's food off of the the um the table and it's a very good one because it's it's just it's such a mood he goes in with, with his cape clatters stuff off of the the, the table runs out shouts about how it's going to be six seasons in a movie maybe one day community will get a movie I believe in it. You know, they all got together over quarantine and um, did another table read and had like a good conversation and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like everybody is like, like I, I, I think they'd do it. I might, might not happen for a very long time, but I think it'll happen. Um, anyway, um, there's like, there's another, yeah, but like it lets you piece together all of these different like flashbacks into like some sort of coherent narrative. So it's like Abed does that thing, and then there's another reference at some point to Britta barging into Abed and Troy's or Abed's dorm room when when Abed and Troy are there, um, w watching the premiere of the Cape, and um, them being like, oh my god, like like stop 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 stop, um, and her trying to like change the channel to to watch like an uprising in Tunisia or something like that. Um, and then there's another one later on when all 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 the seven of the study group are all wearing capes, the same capes, and like Abed standing and I I don't know it's Jeff Winger giving his his Winger speech, um, patented TM, um, and so I don't know like you get to see these like tiny tiny little glimpses of this other these other adventures and like. They're, or they have like one that's them going to this old western town and like you see like tiny little snitches snitches bits of um of it and i don't know it's like just enough to give you like a sort of hint at what this overarching story is and it's i love that i absolutely love it like it's a flashback episode but it's not a flashback episode um it's it's so good the one, the one thing that I will say, I think it's funny that this is the one where like they talk about um, Jeff and Britta have been having secret sex, and everyone's like, what? Oh my god. Um, but the one thing that I absolutely hate about this episode um, is, so like one of the instances of Abed being like, I think that they're having secret sex is them um, having sex in his, his dorm room, and like they um, take off their they're like he opens the door to them putting on their clothes again and um why are my tatillas falling apart i fucked up this time and i don't know why they were better last time um and and um jeff and britta are like oh abed it um leprechaun stole our clothes and like they're clearly like genuinely trying to like fool him and they think that he'll believe that um and it's just so condescending and so demeaning. And like, it's clearly meant to be like, well, no duh, because like 
Abed clearly knew that they were having secret sex. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. It's the kind of thing that like doesn't necessarily rub me the wrong way, like in, in, in sort of like a, um, just like justice sense, but just in the sense of like, come on, man, like you, you guys got like, are you that stupid that you're gonna think that Abed will believe you, um, with that whole thing? And it's just annoying. Um, but what else? What else do I have to do with this? Oh, there, this is also the episode in which, um, the the important existence of I'm talking about the Annie of it all when um they have like the the um what is it it's not Celine Dion it's um um Sarah Bareilles Gravity plays as like we flash back to like moments when moments when Jeff and Annie are like have the like I don't know like Annie thinks they've been having these moments and everyone's like oh, you could have, you could do the same thing about, um, anyone in this group, like, Abed and Pierce, and then they do the exact same thing with Abed and Pierce, it's fucking, it's the, it's so fucking funny, it's like, it's that, it's that joke at the beginning of the, the mid, mid first season when they were talking about, um, sexual compatibility between, like, all of the different people, and they're all, like, kind of looking at each other, and, like, Abed's wiggling his eyebrows at everybody, except for it's just better, because it's, like, this long, drawn-out montage, and it makes me wish they would have just done it with, like, everybody, honestly. Like, it's just so fucking funny. I, I, I live for this, like, sort of ridiculous, like, acknowledgement of, like, you know, we're never gonna have, um, any sort of relationship beyond platonic in, oh my god, this is gonna fall apart in the pan. Oh boy, Owie, I just burned my finger. It's okay. I, I have already told Sasha this, but I chopped off part of my thumb today, but I'm really confused about it because it's just like not there. But like there was no blood involved. I just have like a, a chunk missing out of my thumb and I don't understand it. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yes, I love it when like, there are like characters who are like so very specifically like, you know, they will not be anything beyond platonic, but we're just gonna, like, goof. Like, it's the, um, like, the, like, the fake relationship tropes and, like, all of that shit. Like, I eat it up. I mean, I eat it up in, like, fan fiction when you're, you're talking about, like, two characters getting together. But, like, it genuinely is, like, leagues better when it's, um, when it's, like, actively, like, just platonic, like, platonic friends who are, who's... Who are who are being subjected to these dumb to these dumb tropes? I just I love that kind of shit. It's so good. Um, what else? Oh, this is this is the one where um, the we also see the dean's outfits throughout like um, like a like a bunch of the different um, events that have fake transpired and that we haven't seen um, throughout this season. And it just reminded me how much I love the Dean as a character. Like, he's just so fucking nuts and just ridiculous. Um, and, like, I, I don't think I've talked about him on here before. Um, but, like, I don't know. He's, he's just got, like, this very specific energy. Um, I have, like, massive queer energy in, in, like, a sort of way that's, like, you know, a little bit interesting when they, they talk about, like, like, I don't know, like, um, Pierce calls him a pervert at some point, which is a little bit, mm. but also, to be fair, he's, he has some sort of Dalmatian fetish, which is a little bit out there, um, it's just, like, kind of sad that he's, like, one of the, one of the very few, like, vocal, the only vocal, like, queer character on the show, like, outside of, um, or, like, a as a recurring character, and, um, you know, um, and, like, and there's also, like, all of this other stuff that gets wrapped up in that could have been, could have been solved by making most of the main cast queer, but, you know, that's just, that's just my opinion, um, but he is, he is so good, and it's, it's so, he's such a, he's such a punching bag, it's, it's, but it's very good, um, this is also another one of those where um, they, they, they do the thing where they're like, well, we're all fighting, but like if we just keep fighting, like, like let's let it all out now and then we'll stop fighting after that. And um, Pierce like says at some point, like, or maybe it's not Pierce, but like um, somebody says like, this group is toxic. Um, and like, we could all storm out in a huff and they're all kind of like, 
you know, like, this is, like, and all, like, worked up. And then, like, Shirley just kind of quietly is just, like, Troy, pass me that paintbrush, please. And they just kind of get back to work. And it's, it's like, subdued. And they're all clearly, like, you know, uncomfortable. And when they go to leave, they're going to, like, leave. And, you know, they're not going to break up as a group. But it's also, like, you know, not quite right. Um, but I do, like, I don't know, just to, 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 go, to go with, like, the sort of, like, idea of, like, you know, oh, we could do what we always do, which is we, um, we, we storm out of this room and say we're all going to break up with each other. Um, and then instead, like, just this sort of quiet commitment that Shirley makes and that everyone in the group follows of just, like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to stay together. It's just such, like, it's so dumb because it's such a small moment of her just being, like, pass me that, that like, Troy, pass me that paintbrush, please. And them all quietly getting back to work, but it's it's so good, it's so powerful. But it is very clear that they're not like, you know, everything's not fine. And so then we get the Jeff Winger, um, patented Winger speech smash cut, which is just fucking good. I love the. It's it's also really funny because it like very much, um, it very much um, um, like the whole point of this episode is flashbacks. It's um, reminding us, you know, how, where these characters have been and where they where they're go- where they've gone to. Um, it's pointing out relationships between different characters, but it's also pointing out patterns and pointing out like, um, you know, consistent characterization and stuff like that. That's why we get a smash cut of the dean's outfits and this winger the swinger speech. And it's really good in particular about showing how formulaic his speeches are. And like, that's not a knock on him. Because, like, every time he pulls out a winger speech, it, like, and not every time, um, but most of the time, it, like, fits in the moment. It's what people need to hear, and he says it, and then things work out. Um, But it really is just, like, a reminder of these things that he's saying that, like, you know, we are a community of people, and we care for each other, and sometimes, you know, we hurt each other, but we, we need to, like, get back up and be the bigger people, and... Um, apologize and you know all of this stuff and like you know banding together for for the greater good is more important than any one of our egos is like you know usually the typical the typical fare of his speeches Um, and the reason that it's the same thing every single time is just because like that's what you need to hear over and over again like you don't need a fucking like emotional breakthrough of a speech every every two months of your life where like suddenly like the the sky has cleared and you know everything now and life is good no you just like need these repeated reminders of how how you can interact with others in a way that makes both you and others feel safe and loved and you know I, I don't know it's just like yes they're repetitive the point is that like they fall into the same cycles of cattiness and um, disruption and um, sort of selfishness and stuff like that. But at the same time, it just, they keep growing more and more. Um, and I don't know, it's just its just a very good, very good episode. I like, after watching it, I think I like have decided that it's one of my favorite episodes of the show. Um, I'm like, I am the worst person ever to talk about, like, favorites of things and shit. I'm just so, I'm so absolutely abhorrent at that kind of thing. Um, because I, I, I can't, I'm, I have such, I have, like, like, it's a, it's a very, it's like a physical, like, it's a problem in the sense of, like, I feel like it, um, is the same thing as, like, my problem with estimating distances and shit, um, that I had a test that I failed in in, f- in fifth grade where like I-, I can't compare things to each other like relatively um, and this is so like you know when I say this is one of my favorite episodes I mean like half of these episodes are my favorite episodes and I might be like oh yeah but like you know we, we can't forget the paintball episodes and all of the specials and blah blah blah, blah, blah. but anyway um, I think this is one of my favorite like quiet episodes because it is just very much like this this sort of I don't know. It's got a very it's got a very bottle episode vibe because it's, you know, serves a very similar purpose in that like we're reflecting, we're building on character character development. We're 
you know, theoretically, you know, in a normal, normal TV show world, like, we're, we're saving a budget for the, um, the paintball, ep- the two paintball episodes next time where we're gonna shoot up a school and have to clean it down. Um, so, I don't know, it's just it's a good, it's just a good episode. Um, oh, and this was like the, the last sort of thought that I had. Oh my god, I've been talking for 20 minutes about this one fucking episode oh my jesus christ um it's gonna be fucking rough rough episode of this podcast here um uh, the last thing that i had to say about this was that i liked that the whole brita jeff secret sex thing was also a secret from the audience like it wasn't dramatic irony um unlike i think the first time they had sex and nobody else knew and like you know the time that jeff and brit or jeff and annie kissed and we knew but like none of the other study group knew and then all of that shit came to light in the bottle episode um the pen episode i guess um intro to something calligraphy um but where are they going with this no i like i like this sort of different take on it of like yeah, these the, these two have just been doing this thing the whole time, and we haven't noticed either. Um, amazing. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Just just go pop some popcorn. I'm I'm gonna talk for another like forty minutes about this shit. Um, episode twenty two is the baby episode, which again another like absolutely iconic episode. This is this is like. This is the episode that I watch and I'm like, wow, I love, like, this show is about community. Like, it is about human nature and talking to, uh, and human nature and connecting with others and, like, sort of what we do when we're at our lowest and we need other people and we rely on other people and how to deal with that. And it's like so fitting that they take, um, sorry, I gotta turn on the light, um, that they take a class, an anthropology class, because, you know, that is the whole thing of like what a community is. And um, so it's just like, it's such a fucking good episode. Um, I was gonna say this, until today, I, like, so when I, when I watch this show, I don't, like, I, I, I have, like, <laughs> I can't sit and watch a thing and just sit and watch a thing usually. Sometimes I can, if, especially if it's, like, a new thing that I'm, that I'm actively, like, really interested in, um, but I'm, like, I've got to be playing Tetris or, um, I don't know, like doing doing some sort of hand handcraft less so na- normally or like watching washing dish fuck washing dishes or something like that with this show i like genuinely like even when i was rewatching it like the other the last time that i've rewatched this show like i i'm like i don't think i ever like had like had my attention split at all and i was going to say up until today i really hadn't and like the only, the only, like, I paused it when I was making dough and then, like, only started watching it again when I was, um, just needing to, like, flip things over in a pan every two minutes, um, that, like, required no, like, like, very little, like, me looking away from the screen, and, um, because this, this, I don't know, there's something about this show that just, like, you don't want to miss a moment of, and it is just as good the the next time as when you watch it the first time and it's better because you get to see more stuff and get more interested in it and like like I you know got the text earlier that like people were watching community and I was just like I want to watch <laughs> I want to watch this show and I was like r- literally in between like coming back from work in between having watched the show earlier today and will be going home to watch more of it and I was like immediately I was like oh my god like you guys are watching the first episodes I want to watch them again and this is a good show anyway all that all that aside this this episode in particular I feel like just is is a lot of that and it's a lot of the best parts of community um and it's not like an insanely like interesting episode it's not like off the rails and funny and like you know quirky and anything like that no it's just 
surely having a baby in the middle of a classroom. Um, it's, it's got very good B plus. Like, it's so fucking hard to have a... I just... So, Jeff has this line about... Um, so, the B... Fuck. Sorry. The B plot in this is Troy and Abed um, sell their handshake to Pierce. And then they're like, fuck, we broke it. And then they fix it later on. Um, and it's so fucking funny. Jeff has this line where he's like, guys, like, the two of them come to the, come to him and they're like, Jeff, Pierce broke our handshake. Um, our secret special handshake. Pierce broke it. Jeff, you gotta do something. Tell him to give it back. Tell him to fix it. And, um... Jeff is like, Shirley is pushing a tiny human out of her vagina two feet away from you, and you guys are worrying about a fucking handshake. And that's, like, not what he says, because he can't say the word fuck, which is... I think... I think one of the... 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 most tragic things about this show is that the characters cannot say fuck. Because... God, can you imagine the the power of, like, Shirley Bennett dropping an F-bomb into the show somewhere? Oh my god, I've got to, like, start thinking about, like, where, where, um, where the fucks would go in this show. Um, anyway, where I was, where I was going with this was, like, it's just so funny, like, Jeff has this sort of, like, whole thing of, like, you guys are so dumb for doing this while somebody is birthing a baby here. Um, and it really is, I'm like, Writers, I I I admire your commitment to the uh, trying to trying to have some sort of B plot in like almost every episode, um, but just like it's so fucking ridiculous. Um, um, there's also they have this like throwaway line from like I think it's Vicky who says um, we came so close to having one class that wasn't all about them being meeting the study group which I again I think is just so funny I love seeing that sort of like outsider perspective on this fucking nuts group um, also um, the the fun throwback to Abed having delivered the baby that he thought maybe was his in the background for like that that whole episode and like this coming to like coming to light now and it being good and important and useful information is so so choice it's so good um and like it's it's again like you know since the um the the Jesus movie we haven't seen a lot of Abed and Shirley like just the two of them together and You know, this really isn't just the two of them together, but there's this really, really, really sweet moment in which, like, you know, Abed is, like, revealed that he has baby birthing knowledge, um, and he's, he, like, you know, says, like, to Shirley, like, you know, imagine I'm saying this in a soothing and not robotic voice, um, but you're gonna have the baby here or whatever, um, and Shirley's, like, still, like, panicking, and she's like, oh my god, like, we've gotta get to the hospital or whatever, and everybody's, everybody's trying to say stuff to calm her down, and she's, like, still panicking, and Abed says... Like, listen, we're having the baby right here, right now. And he has, like, just, like, there's something about the, like, right here, right now. That, like, I, I, I don't think I can exactly mimic the inflection. But, like, it's just such, like, the emotion in his voice. Like, Danny Pudi is such a good actor. Because it's, like, very clear that, like, you know, this is Abed as he normally is. Which is, like you know, for the most part, someone who has trouble regulating his voice and, um, regulating his tone and, like, what emotions show through, and so this line isn't delivered very differently from his usual, um, from his usual deadpan talking voice, but, like, at the same time, there's just something about it that's, like, so, like, you know, like, we're doing this, like, we're having this baby right here, right now, like, this, this sort of, like, dumb, like, group effort of Shirley's baby birth happening, and, um, her being, like, oh, okay, like, right afterwards, and, like, suddenly, like, so calmed by his presence and his, his existence, which is just, like, uh, I don't know, it's so, it's 
such a group endeavor and it's so good. You have like Annie who's like, I can't help deliver this baby. I'm not prepared. And you have Britta who's like, I can't deliver this baby or I should be able to deliver this baby. I, even though I'm like super, super grossed out about it, I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can. Um, and you have like Chang being supportive, which is such like, it's so good in this episode of like Shirley being all overwhelmed and the person who helps the most is Chang who's absolutely fucking off his rocker but like in the best of ways here where he tells her all about like you know the the crazy shit that Chang babies get up to and so he's like you know if this is a Chang baby like he'll be fine like it'll be it'll be okay like you know they're birthed in like in the back of like moving vans and like all of this other shit and like I, I don't know it's just like all of this moment of connection and good and I just like oh, what the fuck it's such a good episode um and and then you know and then this baby this baby is born um and sort of it's it's <laughs> I just like I think about two of like the the premise that had to go into like this this sort of um um, like, why they're having, like, a locked room, like, you know, nope, we can't get to a hospital thing, is they, the food trucks have started, like, World War Three out in the parking lot, and, like, the, the, the visual image of, like, the dean leaving the classroom at one point, and then coming back, like, tie a skew shirt in shreds covered in like dirt and scratches and shit and like that's the only indication we have of the crazy stuff that's going on outside is is so funny I just this is a good episode and it reminds me of like all of the good things about this show um Pierce does fuck all in this episode except for bribe Abed and Troy into money which is I mean I guess the way um I don't know but yeah good episode and then the next one and the next two are the paintball episodes and they just like they really did that with the last episodes of this season like it's just so good um so episode 23 is the first you know I should be very glad that there's not 25 episodes and then I'm only talking about four because we're already at 30 minutes okay um episode 23 is paintball um mark one um I like this episode first and foremost. Um I'm going to say um that this episode brings in like okay. So the episode previous with Shirley birthing a baby feels very finale vibes. Like it feels like the type of thing that in any other show would be a finale. You know, this this character gives birth, they they're in the, they're having their final exam. Um they're you know, you have all of these other characters who are like, you know, sort of stepping out of their comfort zone, but also into roles where they're supporting each other. Um, except for the weird B plot, like it feels very much like it could be the sort of finale that another TV show would have. But of course, this this show has to have the paintball episodes. Um, but they do a good job, like not only of just like being like the sort of grandiosity. That's a word, I believe so. Um, of this paintball expedition, like, what the f- why am I using $5 vocab words here? Um, the bigness and the fancy extravagance of paintball battle boy is, um, of course, like, you know, very finale vibes. I mean, I say that, but then to be fair, like, other random episodes will just have the exact same sort of, like, production value, um, but anyway um but like in addition to that they have stuff like the fact that like a lot of the characters who have been showing up over the course of the um the season like pop back up and specifically i think the first one is mike the the bully from that wait that wasn't even that wasn't even this season that was the the person from the first season christmas episode who wants the crinkle doodle cookies that um that Abed steals for his his group and then they all beat each other up or whatever um so like you know he's back um that you have magnitude you have Vicky of Garrett you've got 
all of these different like background characters you have leonard like and I'll, I'll talk about them all like more in the next in the next episode but like you've already got these background characters who are cropping up who we haven't seen in, in quite a while for for this finale vibe um this episode opens like opens up in media res again which is like this sort of it's not really um the exact same as the first paintball episode because we see a little bit of the episode before the paintball stuff happens but like Jeff goes to take a nap in his car and then he wakes up and then you know the place is a wasteland and he's like what happened and you know so we've already we've already established this whole paintball thing um and so like I know that there are other episodes in which this is this is not the case I think specifically of the Troy going away episode uh where the floor is lava which it very like we very clearly see the start to this game because Abed we we watch Abed announce it and stuff like that, um, but uh, I don't know. It's like two two paintball episodes and or paintball specials in a row. We get this sort of like open once the school has already been like shooting people and stuff like that, and we get we get these like fun flashbacks which are which are awesome. Um, but I don't know. It's I'm like. Ah, you did it again. But also, like, it makes sense because we don't want to, like, necessarily watch Annie um, set up her little, like, tin can alert system. But, like, the fact that there is a tin can alert system that she is, like, presumably made out of all of the bean cans that she's eaten. And, like, it's just so good. It's so good aesthetically and it's so good, like, character-wise. And so I'm like, we don't really need to see this whole setup. I understand that. Um, but also I'm like, you know, it makes mixed emotions about that. Um, it's, this episode is such a good, good aesthetic with these, these Western, um, this, this Western vibe. Um, they, the, the costumes are so fucking good. First off, you have Jeff in his like cowboy outfit that he wore as a Halloween costume in the first season which is killer already again finale vibes um and then you have like Annie's outfit which is just like like cowboy lingerie and um she looks beautiful in it and you have Troy in this fucking cool ass like yellow ensemble he's got like the the top and the pants that match and it looks so good and he does not look like a crayon and Shirley in her whole like her whole priest get up is just so good and Pierce with the bolo tie even and um I don't fucking remember what Britta's wearing I don't remember I don't recall at all um and Abed with the poncho that just like flaps majestically um it's just they're they're all their costumes are so good I love characters when they're in like in like costumes that's just one of my that's another one of my like things that like make my heart stop in a good way um and they've just got such good ones in this one um this episode also like really really makes me like want to do paintball at some point in my life it's been like a thing that I have wanted to do for a very long time because I you know love laser tag growing up and specifically my brother and I um we had we had nerf guns and we would play with those all the time and um I like some of my fondest childhood memories are like me and him and my cousin or me and him and our family friends um all like coming up with like nerf gun campaigns and shooting each other and stuff like that and um I don't know just like watching this watching this again watching this show makes me just be like oh I wish I was involved in 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 this exact thing it's like the same thing that that i get i don't know i was gonna say you i don't know if you get this whoever you are um that i get upon watching like really good musicals um when i'm like in the audience and i'm like god damn this is so good oh man i wish i was like involved in this i wish i was a part of this i wish i was up on stage with them and like goofing off on this set and like learning this these tight harmonies and oh my gosh i wish i was doing this and i get that same emotion with this because of their fucking badass costumes and the like just how how cool some of the like like um there's a bit when Troy and Abed and Annie are going out to like 
go make go do Troy's plan or whatever and they like they slice the pie out of the the door frame like so beautifully and it's just like oh my god who taught you these tactics um what I was like what else was I gonna say um they there's this so the other thing that is happening in this episode is that it's like revealed that they were thinking about kicking Pierce out of the group because all he's been doing is be a dick lately, which is, you know, kind of the case, actually, um, thinking about it. Um, the previous episode, he tries to ruin Troy and Abed's handshake. The one before that is, I mean, like, you know, he's, he's had some, like, you know, some ups and downs or whatever, but, like, you know, I, I, it, it makes sense. I get where it's coming from. We really were, we, like, this whole season was staging pierce as this villain and we needed it to come to a head somewhere um because like you know if it didn't it just get it would just get dragged on and i mean spoiler alert it gets dragged on in the in the seasons afterwards until he fucking beefs it whenever that is um i say whenever that is i believe that's season mid-season four yeah that 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 feels about right because that's when that's when troy leaves right is mid-season four it's not mid-season five no, because I think they've got that full season with, like, the two what's-his-faces, and then season six is when Frankie shows up. Um, anyway, where I was going with this is that they... Yes, the other thing that's happening is they're them sort of, like, choosing to exclude Pierce, um, like, for good from the group for the next year, and... Um, Jeff has this, I, I, like, I should know that any thought that I, that I have about some of these characters, like, some of these characters will have had it, and it's just been recycled in my brain, because my brain is full of community, um, like, fuel, um, but, like, Jeff says the, the exact same thing that I said in the last episode of this podcast, this fake podcast, um, that, um, Pierce is a jerk, and so then they exclude him, because he's a jerk, and then he's a jerk because they exclude them, and it's, like, this cycle, um, and, um, yeah, so it's, like, I, I don't know, I'll, like, I'll talk about that whole ending in a sec, but I, I don't really, I want to skip over that, because that's kind of, like, the main point of this, these two, and I, I can't talk about it now, because it's, because we're talking about the western, the western episode, very good, the good gimmick, good aesthetic, um also so they filmed like half of this show at two in the morning at like absurd hours like absurdly long hours for the cast and crew i you know i have emotions about good good workplaces in in media but also like this specific episode was filmed mostly at like two in the morning (laughs) um from what i have seen of like behind the scenes footage and stuff like that and god does it sort of show (laughs) like it's like it's just so ridiculous it's it's so good but it's so funny not a lot actually happens in this other than like them sort of like shooting it's it's like a pretty slow episode them shooting pierce kind of has established his home base and is a dick to people um what was i gonna say um the other the other thing that's like really funny like pierce in this episode is just like peak pierce he does that thing where he fakes the heart attack so that he can he can shoot the other guy which is just the it's so it's so funny because all of the other all of the study group is like he's faking it like this isn't like jesus he's faking it and the outsider is like guys you are like terrible people you're not even gonna like check on him to see if he's okay like what if he's not like oh my god jesus christ and like then he goes over and pierce of course shoots (laughs) shoots him directly in the the thing and like we know that this is foreshadowing of when pierce's dad does the exact same thing in i think the next season um and actually dies of a heart attack but like but also it's it's so ridiculous and so funny um he also does he also does have this really good line about um summer to him means counting down the days until fall and he can do this over again that he's been going to school for 12 years and like it's 
I don't know, like, it is the thing of, like, where the, where they all say in the D&D episode that, like, they pity him, because he, he does kind of have, like, a rough go of it. I mean, he's, he's a racist dick, and doesn't, and refuses to change for people, but he also is, like, somebody who's worth pitying, and this episode is, like, a good one for, for pointing that out. Um, now, the next episode, 24, has the, oh, I'm just, like, I get, like, shivers thinking about it. It's just, like, the jo- the the genre shift that they make from Western to, like, Star Wars and, like, how how that comes about and how, like, how sharply they turn from one to the other, um... Also, like, sort of with the, like, the break of, the, the the break of dawn and, like, it's just, it's so good. Like, I, I feel like it, it, it sucks that they did this in the second season because that sort of, like, double genre, like, go, going from westerners, which are very, very, um, individualistic, um, to this sort of, like, rebel oriented um group group endeavor of this of this second one um it's like it's so good it's just the kind of thing that like cannot be beat i mean it it can be beat but not really i mean i love i love the the sort of like spy um the spy paintball episode that's a good one what is do season so okay season four doesn't have a paintball episode because that's the um, that's the one where there's the lava episode, I think. Let me, season three, paintball community. Here we go. Um, I don't remember this one. Flashback to an, feature, features a flashback to another campus-wide. Excuse me. Uh... Season one is Modern Warfare. Season two has the two of them. Season three is Curriculum Unavailable. Um, oh, that was... Okay, that one I, I do not remember. I guess it was a 1920s themed. Um, four, season four is the one that's um, the 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 um lava game they don't have a paintball episode in season five maybe that's why it started it's people think it started to go downhill but i do like i did like the season six modern espionage one see like that but like see this is the thing is like this this season's paintball game is just so good that it's and like that that genre shift is just so good that like they can't like they can't they can't do better than that um and and they have the they have the um the Star Wars like sc- opening scroll that's just that gets you just so fucking excited for like this new like like it's so wild they can drag this paintball at battle out over two episodes and you're still like oh my god I'm so excited for this shit um I love the sort of um this episode is very good. It's very finale because it's so specifically centered around this group of people coming together for Greendale. And it's not just the study group that's coming together. It's all of these other characters that we were talking about before. Um, it's them all coming together because they care so much about this school. And, you know, Troy voices the 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 idea of, like, you know, we'll win together and then we'll give the money to Greendale. And also mentions that it was Abed's idea and, like, he told him to, like, you know, tell everyone to say that. Which I just, like, again, I I care so much about, like, Abed being, like, the character who is this sort of, like, driving force for keeping people together. Like, it means so much to me that that is, that that is, like, the the core of his his character is like trying to keep all of his people and his community um like whole and intact and and together and like as close to as you know normal as possible um but yes so this this episode is just them loving greendale and you know, I, I said it in one of the earlier episodes, I can't remember which one it was, um, 
God, I, I kind of wish I, I could remember. Um, but it's like the... Let me see if I... Greendale song. Not that one. Um, the episode... Episode 4 of the, the second season? Um, presumably something happens. I, I, I've already, like, forgotten anything. Um, it, it just says, poor Abed, aw, them loving Greendale. Also kind of fun that this season is more group things, like, there was this, and the Jeff episode, and also the first episode. Um, so I don't remember what happens in episode four, um, other than the fact that I think that that was, that was, um, the sort of like first time that they they like they they start feeling like Greendale is like a home and they care about it, as opposed to just caring about the study group and caring about their friends. Um, but this is really where that like starts to solidify that they are a student body. That they band together. That they're all human beings. Um, and it's just so sweet. It's such a good good vibe. Um, it also like it makes me, I don't know. It's it's very much like a sort of like school thing like a college thing or whatever i i think specifically about the example of everybody so so in in the, the one of the opening scenes of this episode um magnitude is like wants to talk and he like raises his gun or whatever and he's like well first of all pop pop and everyone is like oh yes like they all fucking love it like not a single person like grumbles or whatever they're just all fucking into it and it's so ridiculous that that's the case because but it's like so lovely too um that it's just like yes this is the inside joke that we all share this is the this is the you know everybody loves mag a magnitude's pop pop of course um and that's just kind of like how this episode takes shape is them working together to save this thing that is important for them um it's such a fucking badass episode. This is where the slice the pie thing comes in that I was that I was talking about. Um, Troy's Troy's death is such like such good acting, like so 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 good. Um, like all of them are very good actors, but like in particular, Danny Pudi, Donald Glover, and um, Allison Brie are like so good. The three of them are like really, really expressive with their faces, and this is like a really good example of of that. And um, you know, like Troy rounds the corner and then like sees the the people, and his like eyes widen and like fr- he freezes and is like, I-, "I had a dream that it would end this way." It's so good, um, and uh, he had he had such a good plan too. Like I I love like he was he was he was a very good person in this episode, and I I believe his. His his leadership is like really happening. It's 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 cute. I love that. Um, there's also this this line that Jeff. There's interaction that Jeff and Leonard have where they're so while Troy's plane is going on, Jeff is gonna storm the the machine gun with everybody. Um, and he 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 says, "I wrote this down because I thought it was fucking hilarious." Um, it's been a pleasure fighting with you. Some of us won't make it, but there is a place where we we'll all see see each other again, and that place is Denny's. And Leonard says, which Denny's? He goes, we'll figure it out later. And Leonard goes, the one near fifteen ex- uh, near the 15 exit, I- I'm banned from there. <laughs> and Jeff goes, well then, I guess I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I'm like, man, I love this show. I love this show. Um, and then Shirley swooping in at the last second, being fucking badass again, is is so, so much the same as like, her going, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want when she like, um, is, is shooting down people in a, in a, in the previous one. Um, and Pierce, I just like, it's narratively this ep like these past two episodes are so good for the Pierce character. Like, him decide like him you know he fakes his heart attack again and worms his way into the into the ranks of the the fake stormtroopers and then shoots them and wins this game and like it's important because he he earlier you know gives jeff 
a gun with blanks because he doesn't want him to win again because you know Pierce sees Jeff a little bit as competition and um you know even if he's not the one who wins this he like you know doesn't want Jeff to is is sort of like the vibe here and um but like he is the one he like he wins paintball um and he like he like almost like he proves himself or whatever like he he does the thing that like you know everybody always thinks he's like underestimates him or whatever and he he did it like he won um and like the fact that like there's no hesitation at all in his like you can write the check out to Greendale kind of thing which again like he you know he does this for the school and it's one of those moments where like you realize man if if they made this character like start to be more reliable when it came when it comes to the sort of thing of like ah yeah like he's he's an asshole he's insensitive um and he's kind of terrible but like when you need him the most like he's there um i'm like if if they had like actually started to commit to that um this it could have been a very very good um and then you've got like this ending this really good ending shot of all of them in their in their various states of disarray around the the study room table like putting it back together and Pierce comes in and like you know has that line about he's been at the school for 12 years and he's never been friends with anybody for more than a semester and because he knows that they'll they'll eventually leave them leave him so he he tests people and pushes them away because he knows that they'll reject him and like you know it just it you know he'll he'll push them until he prove they prove him right because he doesn't know how to like deal with it if they didn't prove him right and like that's some shit like that's some shit right there like that's some realistic like 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 not not I don't want to say like trauma but like I mean it yes it could be yes it is but like like I feel like that is the kind of conversations the 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 sort of like confession that I would hear from a close friend who is who is like scared about making friends and like to hear that from this insensitive racist old man like he's genuinely in touch with his emotions here and again it makes me so mad what they that if the fact that they didn't just like decide to like go go whole hog with redeeming his character um because they could have done it and then they just didn't um, mm, uh, makes me mad because we again we don't need racist old men unless they're going to learn how to not be racist and com- completely do a 180 and become anti-racist instead um but no, so he, he instead is like, yeah, like, they're like, okay, Pierce, like, you can come back to the group, and he's like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this, and, you know, Jeff does his whole little, like, five, four, three, two, one, and is, he doesn't come back, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that ending, because on the one hand, the, it is so powerful to have the ending of this season be like, six people in the study group all heads like turned towards the door waiting for Pierce to come back and he just doesn't and like that as the final image it's like this this little like heartbreak after such a like glorious moment of like wow like Pierce finally did something good for people um good for Greendale um also like yay Greendale won in general um and we have this like such a triumphant sort of main ending and then this little like end bit that's just like he's oh he's he's not coming back like you know he always does the thing where he realizes he needs us more than we need him and 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 now he's he's not um and it's it's very very powerful but also like you know See, see, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, and then if they had started to redeem him the next season, then it would work very well because you have this sort of like, you know, everybody was rejecting him and now he's rejected them and now he kind of like works to better himself and then like they, they all come to a mutual understanding and he joins back in with the group. Um, so that would be the ideal the ideal trajectory. And I think barring that, it just makes me want like some sort of immediate 
gratification out of this and that like you know he will indicate that he's good and so like you know yeah I'll join the group again and I'll be better this time um but it doesn't happen and instead you've got this this end of the season that's just like huh like it's just it's that exact emotion it's just huh and uh, I don't know it's it's very good and I'm looking at the like the screenshot of the next season um the the next the, the next episode to the next season and I I do rem- I'm like I do know exactly knew this before I could even see this screenshot is that the season 3 starts out with the um we're gonna we're gonna live forever and we're gonna sleep together that's that song the like something something if to fine we're gonna be fine um and the 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 whiplash the whiplash um i'm not gonna watch it now because it's one in the morning and i've been talking about this these episodes of community for a solid one hour um that's like an average of 15 minute per episode each community episode is only like what 20 22 minutes 23 minutes i just at this point <laughs> at this point i'm practically making um uh like my own commentary version of this show jesus uh, okay um I'm I'm sleepy now. I'm gonna go to bed. Goodbye.